sing as one my land, my for this country we're walking on my land, my we stand together to protect this land for the future we're hand in hand program may contain traces of irony, sarcasm, satire, parody, mockery, banter, caricature, and nuts. The opinions expressed are almost certainly not shared by self-appointed officious dictatorial wowsers. If you are dangerously irony deficient or allergic to mockery of the self-important and corrupt, then get a life. On Wednesday, 16th of February, the Water Northern Rivers group rallied around 200 people outside Rouse County Council in Lismore against a motion to resurrect the White Elephant Dunoon Dam proposal. And environmental as anything was there to cover the event. Terry Nicholson, who's a local to the uh, in the Shannon, where the Danoon Dam is proposed to destroy culturally significant sites and also koala habitat and also endanger local landholders, led off the speakers. To stand strong and clear in wanting a resilient water system for the Rouse region that does not include the destructive and unnecessary Danoon Dam. Water Northern Rivers has a website, I'm not sure if you're aware, it's waternorthernrivers.org but we, we just really try to keep that a space where you can go to be aware and up to date with really accurate information about this issue. So we encourage you to do that, join our mailing list, just stay in the loop. We need to be active together to protect this place. So thank you. Upstairs today, they will be debating a motion that Councillor Big Rob is bringing to suggest the Danoon Dam should be back on the IWCM plan. We are here to say we reject that motion. We do not want that to happen. The Danoon Dam should have been long taken off the plan and stay off there forever. And it is deeply disrespectful to move that motion following on from recently last week to renege on the council's promise to hand back the sleeping lizard land. So just utter disrespect to the Wijewal Weibel people who have been saying no to this Danoon Dam and the drowning of their burial sites since 1995 when the dam was first proposed. Save. It's very clear. So I am Terry Nicholson and I'm speaking on behalf of the Water Northern Rivers Alliance which is a non-politically aligned mix of individuals and groups who have the clear vision of a, water res a drought resilient water system for the Rouse region that does not include the Danoon Dam which is highly risky, highly destructive, both cultural heritage and eco ecologically and it just will not deliver a true drought resilient water security to the Northern Rivers. Okay, yeah. 
So I will um, pass it on because we need to be finishing right at 9.30. I'll pass over to Sky Roberts, a visual viable woman who will speak for her people. Jingala Jingiwala. My name is Sky Roberts and I'm a Wijibu Waibu woman of the Bunjalung Nation. Today I'm here to represent my people and I'm here to represent my elders because I spoke to my elders and they said they do not want this dam. We as a people do not want this dam. We never have and we never will. It is our duty as custodians of this land and that is to protect the land, protect the waterways, and protect our sacred sites. There are sacred sites at the proposed location for that dam. There are burial grounds, sacred men's and women's grounds. They need to be protected. If they get destroyed, if this dam goes ahead, we lose our connection to that country. We lose our link to our ancestors who are buried there. We cannot let that happen. We say no to this dam. I'm just going to read a quick statement that my mum, Cindy Roberts, wrote. Yeah. She wrote this a year ago. Um, it got handed around. I'm pretty sure a lot of people signed it. So I'll just read it out. <clears throat> We, custodians of Wijibu-Waibu lands of the Bunjalung Nation and neighbouring tribes, want you to know that the area to be affected by the proposed Danoon Dam is very significant to us, to our people. We need to protect this land. It is important to our ancestors and for our future generations to be able to connect to our ancestors and traditions. This land holds our relationship with our living heritage and culture. For thousands of generations, we have lived on this land and protected it while it protected us and fed us. To destroy this land is to destroy the environment which sustains us. The proposed dam will destroy the learning grounds for future generations. The suggestion to, draw, to drown our sites to protect them, as stated in the 2013 Cultural Heritage Impact Assessment, is deeply offensive to us. Additionally, the valley to be drowned by the dam at the end of Fraser Road is a site where we were moved to after we were dispossessed just over 100 years ago. It is important as a part of our survival journey. We, the traditional custodians of this land, will not accept its destruction. No compensation will replace its importance to us and our following generations. We call on Rouse Council, Country Council, Council to return the land that it controls to their traditional custodians. Do not destruct, construct the Danoon Dam. Do not destroy our living culture. Yeah. Thank you, Sky, for powerful words. Thank you. We're with you. I'd like to pass over to Ros Irwin now, speaking on behalf of Friends of the Koala, to just briefly share the significance of the koala habitat in this site. Thanks, Terry. 
So um, the reason I'm here is to represent Friends of the Koala, um, but shall, should I say I absolutely am opposed to the dam, particularly in terms of what it's going to do to the Wichibal Wobble people. I think that's disgraceful. But what I would say is Sky talked about connectivity and for koalas, the issue about the Danoon koalas and their connectivity to our Lismore koalas is critical. Those of you who don't know, well, I'm sure you couldn't not know, but um, this, the state of the koala population in Lismore is dire. They are on the road towards extinction. We know that. The one thing that has really held some hope for us is that the Danoon koalas are actually healthy koalas. And they are moving down. They've come from the north. They're healthy. They're moving down. And if that connectivity is broken, then you would just expect you won't see koalas anymore in this ball within a very short time. So that's why I'm here. Thank you. Thank you, Ros. And there are 72 hectares of koala habitat that would be destroyed, damaged or fragmented at the site of the Dam. And that's a significant amount. If that was over in Ballina or Byron, do you think it would just be, we'd turn aside and not, not be up in arms about the destruction of the habitat, let alone all the other issues? Now I'd like to pass on to Nan Nicholson, botanist, ecologist, wonderful human, to say a few words about the ecological aspect. It must be all right to produce a kid like that. <laughs> I was going to talk about the ecology, but I think you've all heard about that before, the 1% of the, the big scrub being left and we need to look after it. But I actually want to say something else off script, which I haven't told Terry about. I think it's very concerning that something is not right with the culture of Rouse. Things have changed since over a decade ago. In 2007, uh, Councillor Musto, who was chair at the time, said that he agrees with the Greens that all houses should have tanks. Yeah. This is really, we're not hearing this kind of stuff now. In 2011, I was part of a public reference group with about 30 others, I think. Um, we were given a newly released cultural heritage impact assessment, which absolutely rocked, rocked everyone because this uh, assessment had found 15 burial sites, which they considered were pretty important. This was released to our group. There were about 30 of us. We all got copies. And this thing re revealed that the Widgeable Weibel, the whole lot of them agreed, and this wasn't common for them to all agree on something, they all agreed that this dam could not proceed because the sites were so important. Um, at that stage, Rouse wasn't too worried about confidentiality. It just gave, it, gave this cheer, as we call it, acronym, gave this cheer to all the members of the group. There were press articles about this being a showstopper, the dam was doomed. I've got these press releases here. So 10 years ago, they said, these sites just stop everything. Uh, Franklin, Wayne Franklin, who was the GM at the time, said, the dam's too expensive and the social and environmental costs are too high. So that's what everyone thought at the time. But, but something has happened in that time. Two years after that 2011 cheer, there was another one produced because the original archaeologist, a fellow called Matt Alexander, wanted to get more corroboration. 
So the second chair, which was called preliminary, I don't, I don't know why that is, had, um, it was slightly watered down from the first one. It said things like, the Widjibal Wairabal people are currently of the opinion that the dam should not go ahead. Yeah. Which made me think, why would you stick currently in there? Um, they're very changeable, they just change their minds. Next week the dam won't be important. But this second chair, the 2013, had a report by Douglas Hobbs, who's a very eminent archaeologist. He's the fellow who found the, uh, the hobbits, the, um, the bones of the hobbits on Flores, I think. So he's really well known. And he said that there were not just 15 burial sites, there were 25. And he considered that they were pre-contact, so it's pre-European, of three different phases, which makes this an incredibly diff uh, important archaeological site, apart from the fact that it's living heritage to living Widjibal now. It's a very important site on the level of the Dukan Caves that Rio Tinto destroyed. And so there are quite a few Widjibal people now saying, we'll have to call them Rouse Tinto. If they go ahead with this, we'll be talking about Rouse Tinto. It will be that shameful. So in 2020, the dam came back on the table. No mention of either of the cheers. I only found out by accident that there was a second one. And I found out that almost no Widjibal, in fact, I only know of one who had ever been given that cheer. So they were not included in the information about their own sites. There was, I was pretty disgusted. Not only was it not released publicly, it wasn't given to the Rouse councillors at that time who had to make a decision about whether the dam should go ahead. They did not know about it. So we made sure, when we got our hands on this GIA, that they at least got the executive summary. So we sent the executive summary to all the councillors at that time, and on the strength of that, they decided in December 2020 that they could not go ahead with this, that they could not do this to the Widgeable. It was really an important decision. I've since given that executive summary to all of the councillors here that are now on us, so none of them can claim that they don't know about this information. But Sharon Cadwallader, all of, for all of her campaign, has been saying this heritage just does not exist. We're hearing that over and over. There's no Aboriginal heritage in the site. So this just makes... It just makes me irreparable. Yeah. Actually, I do want to mention one. Sorry, I'll mention one more thing. It's about wastage. I've got old press clippings here that wastage of water was running at about 20% 10 years ago. From what we can tell, despite all the work that's been done on wastage, it's still running at around 20%, 15 to 20%. So Rocky Creek Dam holds 15 gigalitres. 20% of that is uh, three, three gigalitres. So that's what we're losing. Every, every year we're losing 20% of the year's water supply. It just doesn't make sense. And so the, the Danoon Dam is 50 gigalitres. So in 17 years, you've lost the entire Danoon Dam's worth just letting it run away. And that's in Rouse pipes and local government LGA pipes. So the wastage is a huge way to defer this dam indefinitely, maybe never have it, by doing nothing else than stopping wastage. We don't have to find alternative sources. Okay, thanks everyone. Thanks, ma'am. Yes, listening to Professor Stuart White from UTS, who's a water expert, you know, he says very, very clear on water efficiency, but 
a certain amount saved is the same as supplying that same amount. Thank you for being here once again, for showing up on a, early on a Wednesday morning, <laughs> almost was almost raining, and, um, and being here to show our presence, our support for the Widgeable Weibel, our support for the koalas, for the rainforest, for water security itself. And we say, no Danoon Dam, this motion should be absolutely rejected and allow Rouse to move forward with the current IWCM that does not include the Danoon Dam, but does include a diverse mix of water options that can provide real water security without the destruction. They are live streaming the meeting, which is about to start. So you can actually go to their website and go to the live stream link. They'll be live streaming the three speakers. There's no speakers for the motion. So it's interesting that there's no actual public speakers in support of Councillor Rob's motion. Hugh Nicholson was one of the three community members who spoke in that meeting uh, against the resurrection of this tired old proposal. And I asked him after the event uh, how that experience had been for him and what the upshot had been for the community. Well, it was um, interesting that when I spoke, um, only about half the councillors were there. Some of them were supposedly caught in traffic. But I explained to them why um, the dam was abandoned 10 years ago and um, gave them all the evidence. But they still voted today to put it back on the table and just do all the studies. And they're talking about doing the proper process and crossing the and dotting the I's and the thing is that the rainforest is still there, the endangered community and the Aboriginal sacred sites are still there. There's enough evidence there to show that they don't need to go back and study it again. The evidence is there um, but we'll just have to keep on working to uh, convince them. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Environmental As Anything podcast. Uh, I'll be bringing them to you as regularly as I can. If you'd like to tune in to more of this kind of uh, material, uh, there's plenty of episodes available. You can subscribe to our podcast, and while you're there, you might as well rate it and help uh, spread the word by sharing it on social media if you can. We're on social media, of course, on Facebook particularly. You can find us anywhere you look for environmental as anything. And if you're really keen to see the show carry on, please do go and support us on Patreon. Again, you can find us by just searching environmental as anything Patreon. Thank you for your support. Be gentle with yourselves. Be kind to each other. And remember, we are all in this together. Uh -huh.